hi. Oh, hello. Views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of us in the future. Meaning, sometimes we say shit and we feel differently later. All right? Come at me. Like, cause I would love to like roll up to LA, fucking spend some time up there, just get, you know, shake the right hands, which probably isn't a thing, bump the right fists, and start some like sort of screenwriting, anything. I got ideas, man. Mandalorian season three, you know what I'm saying? They need mm-hmm. me. They need me. Okay. Do they want people to cry while also dropping their panties while also buying millions of dollars worth of merchandise? Come on. Come on. I'm the guy who can make I can make Apple shake hands with Disney again. Okay, I'm the one who make, makes it happen. You talking about me for the rest of my life? They'll be like, he's the one who made the last six companies of the world buy each other. Yep, could happen. The conglomerate in uh, you're, you're the mm. the catalyst to the conglomerate that is uh, Bojack in Bojack. Eh. I was gonna say I was I'm the fucking that stupid thing in Wonder Woman two, which is a brilliant segue to what I really didn't want to start the podcast with, <laughs> but I also don't I really don't want to end on a shit sandwich either. So <laughs> Wonder Woman, we right. watched it. Okay, so what's funny about Wonder Woman two is that it makes Wonder Woman one so much better. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it, but it definitely, if that had been the only one I saw, like I definitely would have been able to just keep talking shit on it without stopping. But now having seen two, like I can, I can say good things about one. All right. So give me three good things about the, uh, the two movies in general. Uh, well, the problem is that most of my good things would be like moments. And I'm, I'm going to shit on it right now by saying that although they had plenty of good moments, they were not able to connect them. Okay. They, they, I, I almost feel like they somehow stole the archetype of Marvel's formula, and then they copy and pasted that without even finishing it. So it's, it's like they saw what Marvel did, and they took that, and then you, because of what Marvel did, we can look at it and and do. It's, it's kind of like when we were watching that fucking mutant school movie. It's like the movie was kind of shitty. But based on the experiences that me and you have had, we were kind of able to puzzle together a bunch of extra curricular mm-hmm. inter- entertainment out of it. And so I think that's all that's happening with a good DC movie is that we're using, it's like they, they've put in enough of a blank page that we're like, oh, look at, you know, and then they gave us a couple crayons and we're like all super stoked that we have crayons to color. You know what I mean? It's fucking, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> no. So three, so yeah, that I guess that doesn't count as a good thing. So we're still trying. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't even know give if you I time had. for that assignment. Jeez. Well, because you said three good things about the whole, and I, like I, my one one of the good things is that the first movie is okay. Okay, that's that's fair. It's okay. It sets up a decent kind of like, if I if. If I didn't know that Justice League was a thing, if I didn't know the Batman v Superman was a thing, like I definitely would have been like, oh shit, they're starting to sprinkle, you know, like like if I hadn't had any look at Ben Affleck's Batman, seeing Wayne in the first two seconds of the movie would have maybe made my dick hard. But the problem is, is that they immediately backslap. Am I supposed to be still saying good things? No, I can't. Because the problem is, is in the first few seconds they say Wayne, and that immediately attributes it to a shitty movie. That's a huge flaw. That's like the first thing you should. I, I, I guess they weren't trying to make a palate cleanser. I definitely thought every movie they made the past ten years was their attempt to like just recharge the whole, you know, enterprise. But I guess they thought that it was strong enough for them to be name dropping Wayne, like, because. <sighs> Again, it's trying to cheat off Marvel. We're trying to build um, a universe that's connected. But for one, didn't spend any time with her in the present in, in the first movie. So there's really no, like if anything, that could the end would have been a good place to hint at that. You know, a little, little at the end, I, I could have accepted that. But they did both. They did 
they bookended at the beginning with oh it's obvious and then bookended at the end and all oh, that's obvious and that's too much that's like when sony does two fucking logos in their movie it's like we get it sony made it nah we get it batman was here nah. it's like even you know even superman was less pretentious at least superman wasn't involved so then the other problem the overarching problem with that is mentioning that connected universe at all is that you're already making me worried about the constraints of the, the whole universe in this movie like if anything this is supposed to be an origin like i didn't i wasn't worried about what captain america was doing in iron man was i no i wasn't mm-hmm. because they they let you know and you and that that's actually a perfect that's a perfect like comparison because you knew well, not in Iron Man. Iron Man's not a perfect person, but you don't know. You're not worried about what's happening in Iron Man and Cap- Captain America, but at the same time, they're still able to add Tony Stark. Mm, that's so sexy. Those fucking bastards. Gets my dick hard. They're like literally the perfect comparison because it's like you can have your cake and eat it too. Like they they made a movie that all around itself makes sense but then at the same time they were able to pepper in shit that were like well yeah obviously if you've watched any of the other movies your dick gets hard every time they say you know tony stark and then that one guy who's his fucking butler it's like "Mm, mm, mm." it's like these guys can't even get one level of fucking circulation in and it hurts but that being said of all the dc which well how many dc movies have i seen i i don't think i saw justice league i didn't did Justice League come out? Did they push Wonder Woman before or after Justice uh, League? I don't know. That's a good question. Well, we should probably know. I'm not sitting. I'm in pacing mode, so that's my excuse. I'm freezing, so I'm sitting next to the fire. Um, Justice League was 17. Okay, so they did. They so I feel like that means they did push Wonder Woman. They pushed it, as in we need to get this out before we fucking do our they all meet up movie, which is so stupid. So now I guess I need to see. Now I think I, which is even worse. That's even more of a push. For some reason, I thought the other one was sixteen. So it's like, it's like no, we had to wait the same. So when did Aquaman come out? Don't you dare tell me seventeen. Tell me, tell me it was seventeen. No, I'm just like. Ah, uh, okay, that's that works. So now I need to see that because that that might like I feel like he might be the only one to like be able to Deadpool it. And if he Deadpool fourth wall breaks, how much the movies suck, I can get down with that. Do you want me to uh, ruin it for you or wait for it, you to? No. no, I know I know it's going to be trash because okay. Amber Heard's in it. So yeah i was I was half convinced that that was gonna be a movie I was gonna watch a couple times just for who's in it no and no, no. I watched it once and I have not looked at it again because I'm pretty sure I know how it ends like first of all, they have black manta in it, which makes no sense. I didn't know black manta well, I guess I should know maybe black manta and Aquaman are a thing, I guess, but it's like it's like they're trying to fill see this okay, so back to my original comparison about what Marvel does well, it's like they're trying to add black manta. It's like they added Tony Stark's dad, but but he didn't. He wasn't the movie. If you literally cut out everything to do with Stark and and Captain America, you still have a decent movie. You just added to it. It's like what the like like if they take out all the Black Manta stuff. I haven't even seen this movie, but I guarantee you, they take out all the Black Manta stuff. That's probably half the plot gone. And that it's like so you're you're Easter egging, your Easter egg is your plot. It's like that's not what Marvel did. Marvel literally took ten years of hinting at shit, and it's like it seems like a money grab now because they've ramped up to the point where they got like ten different franchises in one. And it's like every one of them needs a piece of pie. So, yeah, it kind of sucks. But originally, it was like you just like they were just leaving ingredients for a pie. Like only the people in the know knew. It's like oh shit, we got flour. Oh shit, we got eggs. Oh shit, they whipping it up. We got a motherfucking pie. Fucking DC's like, oh, we got pies, we got cakes, we got fucking crumpets. It's like, bro, I don't Take think one. you understand. I don't think you understand what we're going for here. We enjoyed the fucking cook. We didn't. We enjoyed the magic of of it all coming together, not just being shoved pastries down our fat faces. And that's what's happening. 
So Marvel is an old residence in Continental Breakfast where you get to pick what everything you want and like there's all these options and then DC is the breakfast we give now. I mean, I guess that's a comparison. I don't know if anyone would else would even understand that comparison, but I like it. What would be a comparison that tracks? It's the difference between... a Korean buffet and a, and a hometown buffet. If you know what that is, maybe I got to go like corral. The difference between a Korean buffet and like a, and a, like everybody get at it and walking around and then go back to your table buffet. And if that's not funny to you, let me explain why it's funny. Okay. Because one, because they're both called a buffet. So Mm -hmm. one could be misconstrued to think like that. They're the same thing. But no, one is you sit at a table, they bring the food to you, and you get to cook it Mongolian style. Just make you bring in the meat. Like, I want another plate of meat. I want another plate of meat. Boom, boom, boom. Bring it to the table. Another one is you have to stand behind some fat fucking redneck as he's, like, looking at the Salisbury steak that's been under that microwave thing for three hours. Like, which one am I going to choose? And you got to wait for him to choose before you can grab the snot fucking covered plate and then pull up your own Salisbury steak, okay? That's the difference between DC and Marvel. Marvel is a Korean buffet where it's like, oh, you can have fucking this and they're going to bring it to you. uh, Let me try this meat. I've never even tried this before, but I'll throw some of that on the thing because it's a fucking buffet, all right? That's a buffet. Not a snot-nosed, like, oh, everyone get at it, pig trough. Oh, yeah, we have a little bit of everything, something for everyone. You just have to fucking shove in with everything else to get it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I made I, I went hard on that analogy to to make it obvious. But occasionally I do want hometown buffet. You know, there's been nights where I'm like, yep, you know what? I want Salisbury steak with mashed potatoes and um, uh, fucking jello and fucking, you know, like I can't even think of it right now. But it used to be a thing, like getting 10 different a things. A piece of dry place. ass chocolate cake. I, 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 hometown buffet was not horrible. Like on the scale of things, it was like I only ever ate like a plate or two. But it was like the variety of what you could get on a plate made it feel well worth it. Mm-hmm. It's like I could eat. It felt like I was eating ten dinners at once. It was like a ten course meal. That's what it was. That's the closest I could get to a ten course meal. Is hometown buffet, and so you know that has its spot, but, but it's not a Korean barbecue. Yeah, I get you. But it's it's not a Korean barbecue, and to pretend it is a Korean barbecue is laughable. End scene. End scene. I don't know. What else is there to even say about that movie? The movie, it wasn't as terrible as they're making out to be. They're calling it like super rotten. Like, it's just the biggest problem is like every movie that's come out recently is we, we, we need more. Like, that's why I haven't wanted to watch Soul yet because I feel like Soul is supposed to be a good movie, but then because of the pandemic, people need more, you know? Mm. So it's like, so it's yeah. like, in, I feel like two years ago it would have came out and it would have been like an 80, 90 percenter, which I feel like it is doing good. So it's probably a bad example. But the point is, is like I'm saving things that I know are to be good for when, I, I, I don't know, because right now it's just available. Like, oh, everything's shit. And it's like, well, I don't want to be like everything's shit on something that's probably just fine. I have heard spoiler alert that some supposedly at the end of soul like because people are trying to figure out like what soul the unnamed soul goes to so i guess that might track somewhere it's like oh is it is it this disney channel princess or this disney character princess like oh that's cute i like it well thanks i avoided all spoilers well yeah whatever deal with it we've been feeling a pokemon i'm just i don't know I'm, i'm not necessarily giving up but i'm definitely ramping down um, I think I, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to explain. Like my whole life kick that I want to be on right now is more fitness friendly. So I think once I'm like in more of like a a routine of being out and scouting new things, I think I'll I'll re-add Pokemon Go to the repertoire. Okay. Like, sense. oh yeah, I'm I'm at this park, blah blah blah. You know, we'll start hitting spots. But I feel like I've been too much using that as routine 
So it's like, instead of actually seeing things, it's like, I'm just only getting out to go fucking catch a virtual thing in my phone, which is, it was good enough at the start of the pandemic, but now that we're going full 365, it's like, well, now we need to like re readjust our life priorities. I should be getting out and doing things. And then, you know, like those moments of the DMV are standing in line. It's like, all right, cool. We'll catch a Pokemon real quick. It should be a so secondary. That being, yeah. that being said, I want to go, I don't know. I need, I need to hit national parks. There's like a, a, a weird California checklist that I haven't figured out that I want to do. So it's like, if I am abandoning the state, at least I can be like, well, I've done the, Cause I don't even think I've done that. I don't even I don't even know what it is. Like, what do people? Universal Studios are they open? I think that might be first thing on the list. I'm pretty sure they're open. If not, like limited something or other. Definitely not going to get to go back to Disneyland anytime soon, which is fine. I think that'll rest in peace. Is last thing I did before I was 30. But uh, definitely hit up Universal Studios. Maybe a zoo one more time, and a couple of like the national parks, just to get it out of the way and the next step is like actual road trips we have vegas on the agenda but beyond that well well, we are actually scouting vegas as a place to live dude i there's a strong part of me that's like when i come driving to vegas i I need to have my last check and all my shit in my car like real talk Mm. just mm, my balls were sinned just thinking about it it's like It's like a, it's 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 like I'm a little fucking lizard in the middle of the fucking desert, and it's like we have this nice, cool, shady spot, and we know that the water drips every hour on the hour, one little drip. So by mid morning, we have enough to like have a little cup of water, and you know, there's little bugs that you know the same family of bugs keeps sending one of their spawn out as a sacrifice. So I have a meal per day. It's like so we're comfortable, right? We're comfortable. But we see it out there. There's 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 more shit. There's more shadowy places, you know? And they might not be as good as my shadowy place, but they might be better, you know? And you don't know. You don't know until you fucking go. A little scared little lizard just, oof, oof, fucking scurrying from shadowy place to shadowy place. But that's life, man. That hit life. me harder than I expected it to. Right? <laughs> right? Don't be the little shat, sad lizard afraid to go you know you got to do it i think that is the crutch of humanity is that we can go get milk so we don't move (laughs) it's like well there's milk at the store so i'm just gonna stay here for a while (laughs) like i'm clutching my knees to my chest i'm not okay right now (laughs) super sorry (laughs) Yeah, imagine the lizard, you know? Imagine imagine that a little tiny lizard has more balls than you will in your entire life. Just, just, because he knows, he low-key knows. He low-key knows that there are things that step over him that are a million times bigger. He's like, bro, I can't even focus on that, okay? That's intelligence, all right? The power to fix the things I can and the power to let go of the things I cannot. Cause I'm a lizard, <laughs> lizard, lizard, lizard. Oh, fuck. And now Shane Lizard is in my, or Shane Lizard is in my Shane name. Lizard. Show's so good. That's like a a very not BoJack underrated because I feel like BoJack takes more to get into. It's mm-hmm. like. So I don't know if that means it's deeper. I, I don't know. They're the same kind of vein. It's like a lot of people, like I didn't even think about BoJack until, fuck, man, I don't even know what it was. But I finally started watching one episode and then I just binged hard. I, I don't know what I thought when I thought of that show before. I, I I think it was just a mixture of like I knew it was cartoon and then I just, that guy's voice, that guy's voice, you just, and then they, they show him like smoking like a cigar or something. So for some reason, I just thought it was like, like a weird, like, like, uh, what's that fucking comic that they have in the New York Times? Like those weird political cartoons that no one ever gets, you know? <laughs> for some reason, I thought it was like a t- televised version of that. It was going to be like a weird one-liners, like condescending to me as a working class citizen. And I'm just like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. 
which even which tells you what kind of masochist I am when I finally did decide to jump in. I'm like, you know what? Insult me as a working class citizen. <laughs> Surprise of that show. That show went away before the pandemic. Yeah, it went away in 2019, I think. Yeah, yikes. They couldn't have kept going. That they worked hard on that show. It's a very small team. Mm, Are we I done? The last season came out this year, or well, last year. I think it was like the second half of season. I think it might have been the second half of, of the last July, of season, January or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. But it had already been finished. And they'd already said they're finishing, blah, blah, blah. I might be wrong about that, but that feels right. Bop. Bop. I want a pet, but I also want to move. So it's like, that's, you gotta be, you gotta take it easy. I do want to move, though. That kid, now we do the Aspen talk. That kid literally, what did he say? Just, uh, I just don't even understand it. And I believe him because you know I believe him because I asked him the link to watch the UFC for free and he gave it to me and it didn't cut out one fucking time. Okay, that's real shit right there. That's someone who has answers. Hold on. They also it's Colorado, so they have well, they they have a better situation than you got going on over there in Virginia. Mm-hmm. What was I looking at before that? Oh, oh, oh. He is, they pay for my housing, transportation, and he's making 21 an hour as an intern. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. We got to figure it out. We got to figure out how to do that. It's like we've been doing it this long enough. That's all they want. They just want people that have been doing it long enough. And especially, mm, everything's like over the phone and like Zoom interviews. So, it's doable, man. It's freaking doable. And that's that's what we really should be doing. It's like my dumb ass is like, oh, let's go to fucking... I mean, it's not a bad idea. Like, go to Laughlin and, like, random places and get a, work at a hotel there. But it's like, realistically, we should, like, reach for the stars. Go to places people want to go and work at hotels there. Duh. Mm-hmm. Especially considering it's like those places have more popular hotels so they're more you know there's more opportunity to get employment and they probably have higher turnover so and if anything they definitely want people you know what were they 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 want people who are traveled it's like oh yeah saint regis we're gonna hire someone from california someone from virginia we're gonna hire some idiot who was born here and doesn't even know how to work at wendy's (laughs) (laughs) it's like bro you made you made it from girl you made it from virginia to get here we we here's the keys. <laughs> here's the key. She gonna make it. Um, that actually might even be more true for you. It's like, oh, California. Yeah, you just fell on a plane and ended up in Colorado. It's like, oh yeah, you could. You didn't make it back on a ski trip. You fuck. It's like at least Virginia. It's like, no, no. She wanted to be here. She had a map and everything. She planned this. Let her in. Move aside. Oh, that's a vibe. I would take that serious. I You have to take that serious. Like, anywhere a state away from you, it's like, fuck. It's like, even if they want to insult your state, they're like, well, uh, we're not in that state, are, are we, bitch? You know? First of all, come insult my state in my state. Second of all, clearly I got out of it. So, you know, that's like insulting a fat person on a treadmill. Like, I left for a reason. I do recognize that there's issues there. Yeah, you and all the boarded up fucking stores in the capital. Jesus. And did they were I... so afraid. They, 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 were, they were like, They were like plowing the river. They thought people were going to jump out of the river. They were like limiting drone drone use. That's crazy. Yeah, they were about two months early on that, but it's... mm -hmm. I'm glad Florida's off the table just completely, too. Like, Florida kind of what, like, I figured when I got old, maybe, you know, maybe I'll think differently when I get old. But I definitely think in the next 20 years, the Gators will have reclaimed most of that spot. 
so it'd either be a horrible place to live or it'll be a place to like retire while hunting gators that would be the draw the the only part of florida that i've like remotely considered is miami miami because of the hospitality there's so many hotels and they're so pretty well, no, the beach. Like, if you looked at that place, it looked exactly as you would expect it to when, you, when it came to red blue. It's like anywhere near a place that was actually beautiful and fun, like uh, blue. But as soon as you, like, went in <laughs> where most of it was, unfortunately, that's the deal. Mm-hmm. All the kids are at the beach, but then a lot of the kids are dying because of COVID. Fucking idiots. The old people are, like, sitting there twiddling their th- fingers evilly, like, ha we got them now. We're taking the beaches back, Norm. Get your white plumper on. So, Disneyland is doing surveys to see what kind of passes they could try to justifiably get away with once they do reopen. Mm -hmm. And the pricing is looking really, really sad. I'm not even interested. Like I said, I'm 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 hanging up my hat for a while on that. But it looks like because they're always been they've always been about annual increases. Like it's always been a little bit more, a little bit more every year. But this time it's just going to be rough, dude. It's like, and the problem is, is that you can't necessarily be mad at them because they they just went on a year hiatus. That's like no no one no no business is ever in their right mind ever planned for that like no one like there's no there's no words dire enough to explain how fucked disneyland and they'll be fine like disneyland will survive it is a company too big to fail but it's just you just fucking just shove a rake in someone's asshole it's like you're gonna you're gonna see different faces than you ever thought you would have seen and that's what we're looking at now we're looking at a new face of disney you know That's oof, that's something that hit me. Just the new face of everybody. It's <laughs> when McDonald's gave up on salads. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. there was a ten-year period where they were just shamed and try into faking it, and then it was like, oh fuck it, go fuck yourself. All right. If you want it now in less than thirty dollars a fucking ounce, we're gonna have to start cutting costs supposedly mcdonald's like had some sort of subsidy and i don't know if that's local i want to say uh nationally they had some sort of subsidy to keep um happy meal prices low i guess happy meal prices are like abysmally low it's not worth and actually now that i think about it there have been a few times that like life hacks for like throw a happy meal onto something Mm-hmm. It's like it's only like three bucks to fucking throw. It's like three or four bucks for a Happy Meal. When you think of the amount of food you get, quote unquote, with it, yeah. it's actually pretty decent. But I guess that was the point. Is like they're doing that for one Happy Meal for the kids, and then also if they're there to get a Happy Meal, then they're obviously buying more expensive shit for themselves. So it all kind of equals out. But I guess McDonald's stopped that subsidy at the beginning of this year, so it's like. I haven't looked. I haven't had a chance to look, but I think that should mean that Happy Meal prices are going to get jacked. Which <laughs> is so weird, dude. Such a weird now world. I want to find out. If anything, what they they have to go up a little bit, but they they I think individual restaurants can probably find ways around it. You know. Because when you're looking at a restaurant level, you probably just do the math of how many you even sell per day. It's like if you're selling like hundreds, then yeah, it's like yeah, you gotta. If they're not giving you the subsidy, then you you blah blah blah. But if you're only selling a couple, then it's just it's whatever. That would be the thing you start noticing. They like offer fewer options or fucking. I don't know. I've been noticing like uh, I ordered something from Panera on um, Postmates, and they didn't um, they didn't send my little baguette. You know, a little fucking free baguette Rude. you're supposed to get. Yeah, they and just then... forgot it. I guarantee. I know. I know. But it was only two items in the thing. Besides, that would have been the third item. So that's weird. And then it has the little stupid double check sticker on it, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not. And I realize it's not the first time that's happened to me. Like almost every other time I go to like McDonald's or something else like that. Like if you're not completely on your shit, some a little something's missing. 
and it's uh, part of me is just like, yeah, it's just fucking, um, what do you call it, worker error? But it's also that worker error ends up leading to like profit rollover, not profit rollover, but because uh, they're not wasting it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you how much worker error goes into wasted food? So it doesn't well, they're get, probably balance well, they're get, out. Yeah, I'd say it more than balances out in their favor because they they already they already um, are equating. They're already adding in for that waste. They're not adding in for the unexpected profit of not giving me my shit over and over again. <laughs> At least they shouldn't be. <laughs> That's another thing in like life goals in general. I need to be better about that. It's like it it would even be better. Like there's a little Walmart neighborhood market over here by where I work. Not really by it, but close enough. They close at 11 and I've been getting up earlier. So the smartest thing to do would be like even just for the lunch, you know, it's like it definitely like every day, like even shopping in a little neighborhood market per day would be better than fucking going to DoorDash ever. Ugh. It's just motivation. It's, and, and that's cycling back to like my wanting to find ri- rhythm, <clears throat> find a rhythm, find a routine. And in that routine also like include discovery. I don't know. We're, we're, we're figuring it out. One thing right now is the car. Car needs to be tip top condition so I can start like so that if I do move, I, I feel confident enough in that. And then we start making little like tight circles, little tight circles in the camp. So there is an audio book I actually would recommend to you. Um, and it's funny because I don't know how well it'll do as an audio book, but I do know I have a copy of the audio book. But um, it was a really good read when I was a kid. And I think it's, eh, it might be like four or six hours. So it's not terribly long. Um but you remember the book, The Hatchet? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you do you recall the person who wrote that? Yes. Okay, well, there's a book written by him. It's called The Transal Saga. Probably one of my favorite books of all fucking time. I've read more than just The Hatchet by him. It's a possibility I've read that. I'd have to see the cover. Uh, I feel like you'd know. A beam of light. It's all about a beam of light transported due to the to a different world or some shit, or some shit. As if I don't know, but that's the point. I'm not ruining it. <laughs> I appreciate that. But Stick the point with being, or it, some shit. It, it has the same kind of inbling. Like you could use hatchet as well. It's like when you when you start off in a new surround. Like I, I'm trying to start this year like brand new. Like you just drop me into 2021. You know. And so what's the first thing you do in a new environment? You like get the lay of the land, you make a little lean to to get yourself comfortable. And then you start making circles of discovery. You know, you start mapping things out, putting them in their place. And then after you get things mapped out, you start deciding where you're going to start, you know, roaming off to. And so I think that's the phase we're in now is that we're, we're in the mapping phase, which I feel like, I don't know if I were to, I mean, it's, it's hard to, to look at something from within itself but at 30 years old i feel like mapping the mapping phase isn't too horrible mm-hmm. we had like a, a not necessarily a discovery phase but we had like a testing phase where we like invoked different methods of our own free will and thought and how we were going to go about things and now we're like okay well these, this is the way we're going to go about things now which way are we going to go with these things oh that was a lot of words um, what was the book title again? Uh, Transel Saga? Transel? Transel Saga? Transel, Transel Saga by Gary Paulson. I just remember there's a couple, there's a, a few different themes relating to, and it's, and it's, um, it's helpful because I... I remember reading that book when I was like 10 years old and it's the kind of thing where it it knows that you're going to be thinking about it in 10 or 20 years. So that recollection of like, right, the last time we were thinking about this, we were in this headspace. It's actually, it's it's good. It's like, um, it's like, it's one of my spinning tops of my consciousness. 
It's like I remember where I was the last time I considered the blah blah blah. You know, it's like my cheat code in this life. Don't tell anybody. Should I delete this part? No, no, no it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I got I got other cheat codes. You know, this is just the one with the jetpacks. You just start seeing a bunch of jetpacks and GTA. You know who where they got came from. Okay. But I have often, if that's not a common theme that's recognized within me, like I love, or I don't even know if I love it, but I have always been grossly inhibited by the thought of how we revisit memories and how things look after a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. The look back. So it's really all we got, just our inner monologue, just, you know, constantly going on for all eternity. And that's uh, kind of a Pisces thing, though. Yeah, is it? That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's cause I feel like that means the rest of them are left out. Are sane. One of the two. Yes. Something. Some mixture of the two. Yep. Good to know. I need to, it's another one of the things I'm trying to grind is just Xbox time, just doing it. But it, I don't know. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to worry about the, the Xbox grinding. At some point, I'll get an actual computer, and then that'll be what the grind is. I think RTS is going to be my thing. Just, I'm, I was playing some Halo Wars, and it's just so nice. Just, because you don't have to, like, first-person shooters just so, like, and maybe it's just the ADD, you know, like, maybe... Maybe when I get some meds in me, it'll be a totally different story on first-person shooters. But I love, like, that ability of, like, a chess RTS game where you can take a second back and be, like, let things kind of work themselves out for half a second. You know, you don't have to be involved with every variable of the overall fucking battle. It's like sometimes I just want to send, you know, a fucking half an army to go fight with the other army and just watch them do it for a second. Which is also why I lose RTSs because there's people doing like macro with keyboards. So while they're watching that happen, they're actually still moving their fingers and doing six other things. But whatever. That was StarCraft. Like StarCraft was, I, I could have got there. There was a time I missed. I don't. I don't. I don't want to say I definitely missed my window because there were fucking twelve year old kids doing that shit who are like, even though that game's dead, they still are in the communities that are allowing them to propel themselves now, if that makes any sense. It's like they are, they're already in the club. Like half the streamers that are fucking popular right now are people that like grew up like 10 years ago, you know, they were like playing Starcraft or uh, Super Mario Bros for teams. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I was 13 through 15. I was the blah, blah, blah at the Super Smash Bros camp. And it's like, oh, now fucking I'm Tim the Tapman. Uh, 50,000 subs making fucking three grand a fucking day just to sit on my ass. It's like, okay, well, where did that all start? Fucking nose to his fucking shitty computer playing RTS. Mm-hmm. Could have been me. Could have been all of us. But that's not my thing. It's not to whine about the waves that I missed, but to find the wave that will be mine. I feel like I've missed so many waves. It's such a bummer. It's okay, though, because I mean, that must mean my wave will be just so much better. Because it's the cult. I'm going to have to start the cult. Don't forget about me. Nah, you're going to be bottom bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, butter's bottom bitch. So bad. I love that they use butters for that. Like that. Oh, oh so I'm butters. Voice. Okay, that makes it even no, better. You, no. no, I'm thinking about the episode, clearly. That's the only... When I say, like, you know, I never even heard that term, bottom bitch, before that episode. 100%. Hmm. First time I heard... I, I don't even know if that really... I don't even think that really is a term. I think they low-key made it up. I think that that occupation is a thing, but I don't think they ever called her bottom bitch. I don't know. Because it doesn't make sense if she's literally doing all the shit like i think that was supposed to be like a joke but it's like like if anything you're a secretary like i don't know 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, that just literally led to a string of callbacks about that one specific episode <laughs> where he's trying to get he's trying to get this girl at school. It's like, why are you giving out kisses? You can be making money, bitch. I can make you some money. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Butters trying to get girls to be fucking kiss kiss house. Oh, so good. And he doesn't even know that's he's like genuinely trying to get everybody money. That's the best part. It's like he doesn't even realize he's being a pimp. He's like, I'm just trying to get some motherfucking money, bitch. Uh anyway, sorry. Okay, so I got my new Rhino Shield case. I think I was telling you about that. I love it. The prob it's it's weird how you get stuck on something. Like I bought the life proof cases and I told you I love them and I did love them and I think I mostly love them because like I'd buy one for like 50 60 bucks and then like six months later get a new case your life proof hack that you've told me about yeah well I only really needed to get the new case because after like six months they became and I realized now after having another new case it wasn't that they became banged up I did have one that kind of got banged up so that would make sense six months banged up at least that saved my phone from getting banged up, get a new thing, life hack secured. But what I've noticed is that the cases are just like gross. Not like mm-hmm. really gross, but just like overtouched and they're you know grimy. what I mean? Like, like grimy. Yeah. Like it's it. and it's weird because grimy is the wrong description because it's like if it was grimy, it's like it makes you think like actually dirty. What I, what I just mean is, like, I guess whatever oleophobic coding, coding is covering these things probably is just really fucking thin. And so it just comes off, and I probably, I've probably ruined it by using the, the abrasive-ass fucking cleaners that I use to clean it. It's probably, like, okay for my phone, but not okay for the oleophobic coding. Ob- wow, what a word that is. <laughs> for the oleophobic coding on the fucking case. But that's what it is. And it's just like, it, it feels like a level, like you just scraped off the first level of plastic and now you're just feeling that raw, gross. And so that was, no offense, life proof, but that was life proof cases. So like after six months, it's like, I just hated holding it and I'm just swapping cases back and forth. This fucking Rhino Shield case now, you know, knock on wood, because it's only been a couple weeks, but it feels, mm, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I'm not gonna lie, it is starting to feel like that that feel that I'm worried about. Mm. That uh the Spigen Spigen. Tell me. Perfect. No issues. Well the okay, my only complaint about it is that it's so thin that the raised edge around the camera lens is a raised edge on the entire thing and that it's not flush with the back of the phone. Mm, that's a bummer. But like, oh, it's... that's a mark of a good case is if they make it so it is flush. Well, Especially the... with that phone, considering it's square, you think that's well, that sucks. Well, no, I mean, like it's if if it was flush, then the camera, like the camera lenses, would be scraping. Oh, so it is raised. So it's, yeah, the case is raised, but it's, there's a raised edge on the case, like on the back of the case. So, so it doesn't you, sit ca- flat. The, that's on, yeah, that's trash. Yeah. I feel like that'd be an easy fix. By making make the it case s- thicker. Correct. But it's MagSafe adaptable, so it's mm-hmm. super thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like a Spigen-like one for my Pixel, and it could be said that it's because I don't touch my Pixel that much, but the one case that I bought for it that was only like five bucks is still perfectly fine, and that kind of sucks when I think about like the $200 plus that I spent on cases for my other phone, but I think that might be a mixture of cheaper material plus also I don't hold it as much. It's like when you hold, I hold my phone a lot. So like that's something to think about. That's definitely something to think about. So the recycled um, life proof one is. I I it's in good condition, but it's okay. just it's for one it's super thin, and it's also it's it's probably got the same kind of problem that yours has. But mine no, I I can sit mine on the thing and it's, and it's flush. But um, 
The problem is, is I think I've showed you where the crack on mine is in the back. Mm. And maybe I didn't show you, but I have a crack on the back of mine where I fucking didn't have a case on it one day and it dropped in the bathroom at like less than a six inch fucking thing while I'm brushing my teeth. Cracks the back, like no damage to anywhere else except like one nice thin hairline crack in the back to remind me what an idiot I am. But when I go to plug it into this case, this case is so snug and tight that there's no way I could push it in there without hearing some weird kind of mm. or hearing or feeling some weird kind of feedback when I pop it in. I like the phone does you. not appreciate it at all. It is like my favorite case though overall because of how fucking thin it is. But the other thing too is I, I feel like you get like one solid drop on that thing. Like that thing maybe would have stopped my crack. And then I would have had to throw the case away. You know, at least mm-hmm. this Rhino Shield one. Like this is one they've, they, they have YouTube videos of them like throwing this thing over their head. You know what I mean? That used to be, I think when I first was getting otter boxes. So I went from otter box to life proof. When I was getting otter boxes, that was, I was, <laughs> I remember working at Starbucks and at the time, like that was like Starbucks was right when I was getting into like, like that's like the first few, you know, Steve Jobs, um, new iPhone. Like that's when I started treating it like a holiday, like, oh, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs is doing his fucking new iPhone, blah, blah, blah. And then the software thing. So like I was the guy to go to, you know, all things Apple, all things new. And someone's like, oh, you know, people are like, well, why are you spending so much on a case? And then I just fucking throw my phone across the Starbucks lobby. I did it like four or five times, like just no hesitation. They're like, what? Why are you spending so much on a case? And then I fling my phone across the lobby while looking them deep into their eyes. And I said, I didn't even flinch. That's why. And that was, a, you know, that was, a, if you don't, you know, you're old enough to know, like that, you know, early 2013, 2014, throwing a fucking thousand dollar phone. That's wow. That's mm-hmm. balls. Now we're all a little more comfortable with decent cases. So there was a time where that, there was a time. It's true. There, I remember when people didn't think OtterBox was worth it. I remember I was one of those. I was like, I don't get it. I didn't get it for half a second. And then I, I threw my phone across the room. I still yeah. miss my first OtterBox case. It was so pretty. Oh, I think my first one survived. Hmm. Hmm. It's funny because my first OtterBox case was like the shape and si- like the form factor of the phones they have now. Right, that's the same. It was a forest. That's annoying. So small. I remember, oh, Jesus. It was a different kind of thick though. Like it, it was a bigger, like smaller screen, but then it made it like so chunky. It made it like a little fucking calculator. I used to have the little stupid side belt thing because it's like really? I couldn't even you know put the fucking Ooh. chunkster in my pants well I had the auto bo- otter box defender like on two different phones so it's like I couldn't even fit that shit in my Welcome pants to girl life. with anything else well I had baggy pants like that was it was still a thing it's like that chunky defend oh, like do you oh, remember how chunky those defenders made that thing Sheesh. you dropped that phone though that was Oof, that was a serious deal. Sometimes I get nostalgic and I think about all my old phones. I remember there was a girl in my college who, like, she, she was in, like my circle of friends, and liquor was involved, so I don't remember all the details. But an OtterBox hit her in the face, and she had a black eye. Huh. That's all I remember from it. But it, the phone was not broken, but she was. Well, it sucks. And then I went to LifeProof. I don't even know why. And then I went to LifeProof not even knowing that they're owned by OtterBox, which is hilarious now. The illusion of choice. Choosing the aesthetic. Yeah, this year I'm not gonna. I, I I say it every year, but I'm like growing more severity. It's like I need this phone to last. Like, like I I need to pick like some crazy 
some crazy like goal on the date. Like I can't buy a new phone until I buy a new car type shit. Because this phone will last. It's like it's fucking stupid. There's a part of me that wishes I still had like the last three phones I had. Part of me still wishes I still had just that one. You know what I mean? You would go back to my seven plus. Like the last one I paid. Yeah, exactly. Seven plus was the last phone that I paid for outright. I still remember that feeling. Paid for outright. It was a gold seven plus, and it it would be. I mean, I think it's still covered. I think you could still get iOS fourteen on it now, right? I think seven should still get fourteen. If not, I think six S is due too. I might be wrong. Six S might have just just finished at fourteen. Either way, it's like it's like right on that edge where it'd be like. And, and ah, that'd be just so sexy to have just kept it for that long. Mm. What would you, you know, all you'd really need to do is like fucking replace a battery, maybe a screen, all that stuff I could have learned how to do on my own. It's just, mm. so that's the thought. The thought is we're going to try. And then, you know, it's not worst case scenario if they give me a really sick deal on the new phone. It's, that's the fucking apple we bit into already. You know, you can't, you know, you know, I'm just saying I'm willing to throw away the apple. If a better fruit comes along, oof, I didn't realize that was so punny. All right. Do we still trust CoStar? What's funny is, is the bad people talking about on CoStar, they're saying like, it makes you feel bad. Like CoStar's never really made me yeah, feel bad about I myself. Think... No. They've said negative shit, but like never yeah. like consistently. Like never enough from like, geez, bro, we bummed me out two days in a row. If anything, it's like the negative motivation that I've needed. Where it's like, honey, you're not gonna get anywhere doing this. I'm like, no, you're right. I'm not. <laughs> Oof, today through Saturday. Are you ready to come up with a five year plan? This is do tinkering, headphones and power hour. Don't pocket watch plots or bottling it up. Hmm. Fun. You know what needs to get done. Your Saturn is in Capricorn. That means that you have a greater sense of responsibility than most people. You are able to tolerate rules like only few people can. That actually vibes really weird. You are learning to trust your goal-oriented drive. You know you can get through anything when you hustle. I was trying to explain that to somebody uh, the other day. It's like when it comes to following rules, it's like, oh man, what the fuck was that? It's it. Long story short, it was like it, it's. I was having. It reminded me of a conversation I I had when like I was like almost in a training position at Petco. It's like they show you these stupid videos and they try to like get you like incised on sales and like. And they call it like connecting with the customer and building the basket because, you know, they came in for one thing, but obviously they have a pet. So there's no reason not to, you know, connect with them and figure out what else they might need. And obviously that increases sales, but it also increases connection with the guest, in which case, you know, increases the likelihood that they'll Mm -hmm. be a continued guest. Right. And you realize how beautifully I just put that I should be in charge of the fucking instruction videos instruction videos are so fucking boring they couldn't even put it out how i put it out but the point is is that i see why that makes sense some people like they either don't see that and they're just like fuck it keep my eyes down not making any connections with the customer or they make connections with the customer like on a forced way because they're doing their job because they feel like that's what they're supposed to do or they see why that makes sense everything that i just said it's like if someone comes in to fucking get you know a fucking one people like medicine for their dog and it's like we've never seen them before it's like because they only think of us as the place to get medicine for their dog they don't realize that we literally have everything else they could ever possibly want and possibly things they didn't know they need and all it takes is and then you okay so any anyway, sorry i'm going on a whole rant but to back that up on like 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 i i don't know my horoscope just just got me that was interesting because it's when you follow the rules things work I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a conducive finisher to that, that whole thesis, but it was it, it, somewhere in line of like, like I, I came to realize that certain things, like certain rules make sense. The rules are set like, uh, in a know. certain way because it works. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I, I used to tell the uh, people like every guest that comes in, make sure you make eye contact with them and say, hi, how you doing? And it's like, so that way, if they have a problem in 10 minutes, it's that much harder mm-hmm. for them to be an asshole, if that makes any sense. It's like if they came in and, and you didn't pay any attention to them, and in five minutes, they're like, they stepped in shit. It's so easy for them to disconnect with you at that level and be like, oh, why aren't you cleaning shit? You're a piece of shit. Let me talk to your manager, blah, 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 blah. Versus, you know, you can control the situation, be like, oh, welcome to the store, blah, blah, blah. And so then they step in shit and they're like, you know, immediately instead of like NPC asshole I need to yell at, they're like, oh, that well, person that person has a me name and face. I and go was... to them. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's, I don't know feel like that that is i don't know if that's the same argument or articulation with following the rules but it's it's just it's it's like a coloring the lines argument and i wonder if this could be the rant that makes the podcast title let's see it's it's we all like know how to color in the lines but we don't and for some reason since we don't we think that's justification for not coloring the lines but meanwhile, if we all just colored in the lines, then it, we, we'd have a very pretty fucking picture. That's the articulation I'm going for. It's like we're all, we're all overstepping our bounds because we think that everybody else is. And then everybody else is using that as the same excuse. So literally, if we all just shifted slightly to the left and fucking ate a piece of humble pie, we could all have a nice in-the-lines drawing. It's you not that hard. You just summed up America. I think I just summed up oh, like yeah. the human condition. It goes up. It's like it's like that guy who's like, uh, print print these fucking five files for me. You know what I mean? It's like not. It's it's like of course I could do it for him. Of course he could have done it himself. Of course he could have been nice when he asked me to do it. It's like so many levels of you creating the problems that you are suffering, and yet being upset that you suffer these problems. Oof. Anyway. I'm not acting like I'm above that at all. That's just the river of Gaia flowing through my body, you know? But yeah, there's definite truth there. It's like you reap what you sow, and sometimes you don't. It, that's the problem, is a lot of people don't recognize what they're reaping because they're not acknowledging what they're sowing. Message! I almost start trying to do some open mic nights. I'm low key scared. But I feel like it's the perfect time. It's like the the only thing I there's nothing to be nervous about. It's like there's not going to be people want to have a good time. They they want to laugh at me. They're going to see my face and be like, yeah, that's funny. I want to laugh at it. The problem will be like some false bravado where they like people make me think that I'm better than I am, and then I get in front of like a real crowd somewhere and just get fucking booed. And you know what? I want that too. I want it. Did I share that that rant with you, Bill Burr's rant? Um, the Philly one. Yes. The Philly rant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Did you listen to it? Oh my god. You, you. I think that video explains the buildup, right? Like it was like supposed to be like like ten, twenty comedians, and it'd already been a couple hours, and they'd been booing for a while, and he just was like, "Fuck it," and just went out there and just let them fucking have it, bro. In their own city, the worst shit you could possibly say. And he's still a professional comedian. Well, that's so because you know, Philly's full do. of assholes and they know it. Uh, city of brotherly so love. City he's of like it. They were like at the Bob Saget. Bob Saget talking about it. He's like he's like at the end of it. You couldn't tell what was louder, the booing or the cheering. <laughs> I'm so Oh my god. I want something like that on the books, bro. Just just an utter masterpiece of fucking chaos where there's just nobody knows. Nobody knows. Ugh. I feel like I got that in me. I feel like this is the decade for it. I feel like last decade, I don't know. I was really disappointed in last decade. I felt like I was a loser, didn't get enough done. It's like, I don't know. I I thought I was getting old. I keep feeling like I'm getting old, but it's like we are super close to taking pills that regenerate yourselves. So it's like I just got to make it through another decade, if not two, and then they'll keep me running this hamster wheel for another fucking hundred. You know? Do we want that though? Do and I got the. 
I mean, I don't know if it's about what I want, but what the world needs, okay? And the world needs me around for 150 years, guaranteed. I don't know what else they're going to do. I don't know what else they possibly could do. I want to look up more on Aspen, but there's just, it's, I like, I like the thought of living in a place where it's always kind of snowy. I feel like I can get down with that. Cause then I could get like a little bit more tattoo situation going on. Also accessories. I like, I like, you know, like I, I want to get a couple jackets, a fucking another sweater scarf situation. See, just I, nice. uh, I much prefer like winter fashion. Like I'm not comfortable in I've never tanked up in uh, shorts. Like I'm not. I'd much rather wear leggings and a hoodie nope. all day. Nobody is. Nobody's comfortable in tank tops or shorts. It's just hot. No, you don't there's, there's slut girls who are like, oh, no, I'd rather wear, like, nothing. Uh, I don't think that's true. That same girl would love to be cozied up in a fucking frozen house with a fireplace and hoodie. It's just when it's super fucking hot, that's not even in her brain set. So, Especially chicks with big tits. Like, I guess that's, you know, that's definitely... A, a problem. It's like just sweat. Mm-hmm. It's just like, ugh. I need quick access to let that fucking shit air out. Make sense? Did you just mansplain what it's like to have big tits in the heat to me? Correct. Well, because clearly you you were you were slut shaming. No. Big titty girls, or you were slut shaming girls who wear tank tops. No, I was saying there are some slutty girls who are more comfortable in that. And I was telling you why they're more comfortable than that. You're inferring, at least. I think I'm right. You're inferring. You were inferring by saying that they're more comfortable than no, that. I'm speaking of like specific things that, that I have that I can say that they, they've told me. I, I know. Hmm. Oh, she, not only does she not know how to use her phone, she doesn't know how to read her friends. Oof. It's, it's got to be hurtful. That means for sure you've had a friend. That means for sure you've had a friend's dick in your mouth and he went gay later. <laughs> that has definitely happened to you. <laughs> And I say that with all the love in my heart. <laughs> oh, See, no. You're laughing. No, 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 no. That's okay. You're laughing right now. And I'm just going to pretend that you completely forgot the entire really bad triggering story I told you of, like, the first three dudes I was ever in love with were all gay. I did not remember that. That's actually very triggering. That's so sad. Why would you do that? Stop falling in love with gay dudes. I'm trying. <laughs> oh my lord. That's so horrible. So then I am right. No, that, that was when I was innocent <laughs> and hadn't done anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, yikes. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. <laughs> see how I can just make a call and have it be right? Do you see, see that? I think a, a, that? a nugget That's of my... your, like a nugget of that story stuck in your memory somewhere. No shot. No shot. Three times? That would be memorable. Damn. Four times now, right? Damn. Pardon? No shot. <laughs> hey, Zach Efron, what's up, baby? <laughs> oh my god, that would be the final straw. <laughs> no more Chloe. <laughs> oh my god, you. Not laying on the floor in front of the fireplace, wishing I could sink into the carpet. No, not me. Oh, you have a purple cat on top of you? <laughs> no, he's not even here. I'm all alone. 
Chloe, 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 you suck. <laughs> Are you you over me, Chloe? Honestly, I'm not sure, but I think our listeners might be. Well, what if they're not? Where can they find us? So that's going to be Twitter and Instagram at ClusterfishPod. Oh, but what if they want to bitch at us? Okay, don't DM us because we don't read that. However, ClusterfishPod at gmail.com for any comments, questions, complaints about DJ. Oof. And the moral of today's story is... There's not one. Get high every day. <laughs>